Jessica Pochet. And on today's episode, we are going to touch on one of the attributes of God that may be a little uncomfortable. Sometimes it's hard to accept it, but when we see the end result of our yes to God, we recognize, you know what, you know what, you're right. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you know exactly what you're doing. So we are going to go down this adventure with Joseph. If you're not sure who Joseph is, go ahead and skim through Genesis 37 through 50. And you will learn of this boy who was favored by his father. So much so, his father made him a coat of many colors and his brothers did not like him because of it. Okay, so he is this one chosen out from those around him to be loved on and to be favored. And we're going to pick up in Genesis 37, the beginning of his story. In verses 1 through 11, we're actually going to learn that Joseph started off telling on his brothers. Okay, so they already don't like you. But he starts off as a little tattletale. So Joseph then goes to his family and shares two dreams that he had. And both of these dreams are basically saying, I'm going to be ruler over you guys. That, 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 that doesn't work so well with people that don't like you. So... In this, as he's sharing this information, the Bible says that Joseph's brothers actually hated him. And then they became envious of him. And then we're going to pick up in verse 12. And it says, And his brethren went down to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And then verse 13, And Israel said to Joseph, Do not your brothers feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. So Israel, the daddy of Joseph, Israel, the father of Joseph, sends him to them. Now let's break down a little bit. Who, 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 who are these them? <laughs> these them are the ones that hate him. They despised the father for favoring him. They don't like him, plotting against him, talking about him and plotting against him behind his back, setting him up to actually fail to the point of death, actually. They sell him into slavery as an option to protect him from actually dying and being murdered by them. So that's what one of the brothers covered him, said, mm, instead of murdering him, let's just go ahead and sell him into slavery because that, be, that would be better. That would be the better option. The them are those that mean him no good. 
The them are those that couldn't even go seek the Lord to ask God if this is actually his will. The them who couldn't say, Lord, I surrender myself to you and please show us who my brother is. The them who's supposed to be related or who is related by blood, but is actually distant in relation. The them, the haters. But yet, Daddy, who I know, I know he had to see what was going on. I mean, you can feel tension. When you go in a room, you could tell who kind of is not feeling you, who likes you, who doesn't like you. You can feel when people aren't getting along in a room, you can feel that tension. And so I'm sure Israel was not oblivious to what was taking place with Joseph and his brothers. But yet he still tells his son to go to them. And then Joseph's re respond, and then Joseph's reply is, here am I. Y'all don't see where I'm going yet. <laughs> Joseph says, here am I. He didn't recognize that this here am I was going to be the last time he sees his dad for many years. He didn't know that his here am I was going to require his life, was going to require his time, was going to require his service. And yes, even though he ended up in the palace and he had a service of excellence upon him and he was granted favor in high places and he ended up being a ruler and saving many people alive, he didn't know that he was going to have to be put in the pit. He didn't know that his here and I was going to put him into slavery. He didn't know that his here and I was going to cost his life. And the question that comes to me is, why was he able to say, here am I? I believe it's because of the relationship with his father. Because he knew that he had favor with his daddy. Because he knew that his daddy loved him. Because he knew that his daddy covered him. Because he knew and had a relationship with his dad. Regardless of who the them was, he was able to say, you know what? Here am I. That's powerful. And it sounds like Jesus, right? Beloved of the Father, who comes to them, which is really us, who are sinful and gives his life. He says, here am I, I am willing to lay down my life that they can be saved. Joseph didn't know that at this time he was actually going to be a modern day savior when he said, here am I. And so let's bring it to our personal lives. Why can we say, here am I to God when he asks us to do even those things that are uncomfortable or when he calls us to them? Those that talk about us, those that mean us no harm, those that are jealous or envious of us, those that hate us for reasons and for no reasons. 
those that won't even take time to seek God to see who we are and respond appropriately. Those in the church even who have looked past you or looked through you or used you or mistreated you. The them. I believe that because God is El Dote, the all-knowing one, or as we would say, omniscient one, because he is the one of all knowledge, of knowledge now, our present, of what we have done in the past and even what's coming in the future. He understands the end from the beginning. He knows what is going to take place. And because of that, we are able to come to him. We are able to go to Father and say, here am I when he calls us in whatever way he sees fit to go to them. We can say, here, here am I, Lord. Not knowing what our here am I actually means. I want to read a verse Psalm 139, 1-6 It says, O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything. Hmm. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it. Lord, you go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. This is who God is. He knows our every move our every thought he sees us and when he calls us he understands all the things that are taking place around that call that requires our yes because we are fearfully and wonderfully made because we are called with a purpose because when he formed us in our mother's womb in the inmost parts he put a destiny for us to reach specific thems in the earth. That his love, that his grace, that his patience, that his kindness is able to go touch thems in life. And so my question for you this week is, who are the thems that God is calling you to? What are the things that God has asked you to do? Now, it's a possibility that you may have to go ahead and reach back in the way, way back in the past and pick them up and dust those things off and then present them back to God and say, I say yes to you. I will obey. Because there is a harvest attached to our obedience. There is a harvest attached to our yes. And because he is El Diote, he is the omniscient one, 
we can trust that he got this whole thing figured out. And yeah, there's going to be hard times. Yes, it is going to get rough <laughs> in some seasons. But there's also going to be moments of excellent work that we are able to do. There's also going to be moments that he connects us with favor. There's also going to be moments where God uses us to bring wisdom in a time of famine that lives are able to be saved and transformed. Y'all, what has God called you to do? I know this Christmas, I'm excited. I'm more excited than anything. Not because of gifts or anything like that. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm excited because I know that I have finally submitted to the here am I to the Lord. Even though it has been tough. <laughs> I know that as we celebrate his birthday, even though we know he wasn't born on that day, we, we know that. But to still appreciate him and acknowledge his birth and then to give the gift of saying, Lord, here am I. Here are my gifts. Here are my yeses that I forgot to do back here. I'm now bringing them to you. That's what makes me excited this Christmas. And my prayer is that this Christmas, you will go and do the same. Let's pray. God, we just thank you and praise you for everything that you have called us to do. We thank you that you are a faithful father. We thank you that we could trust you, Lord God, and we have been given favor through you. Thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus on our behalf that we are even able to have life, health, breath, and new days and expectations and hope. God, I pray over all of us who has been given specific directions, whether it's even saying yes to you or whether it's using that gift that you have called us to use or writing that book ooh, or calling that person we need to forgive. Lord, we surrender our lives to you and we say, here am I. Because we trust that you are the God of the beginning and you are the God of the end and you know absolutely everything and we are able to surrender to you because we know that you're going to work everything out. Forgive us for things that we have done that you don't like. <laughs> forgive, us the way, for, forgive us for ways that we have treated other people that are not like your character. God, soften our hearts, heal our wounds, deal with the trauma inside that may be actually door stoppers to being obedient to you. The things that stop us in our tracks or make it hard to move forward. God, I thank you for demolishing those in the name of Jesus and using us for your goodness and your glory. We thank you and praise you for who you are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, 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 family. Well. That is episode three. If you have not done so, please go back and watch the first two episodes and share this with somebody, okay? And, and just be encouraged because the Lord desires to use you and he's doing it for a purpose. All right, Merry Christmas and I hope you have a great rest of your day.